You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Tell it how it is. I appreciate that. A man of honesty. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let me tell you what you suck. What is up, guys? We have a new episode here on the 615 House podcast. It is your host, Chris Rudiger. I am so excited because I have wanted to have this guy on the podcast for a while, and we finally made it happen. They say big things come in small boxes, but big things also come in six foot seven <laughs> giants that are country music stars. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm excited, but I'm also a little intimidated um, to have this interview because he is, well, significantly taller than me. Um, he did play basketball at Drury University, and then he got accepted into Harvard University for um, a medical or a medical program, but he chose not to go and instead come to Nashville and risk it to be a country artist. And guess what? It paid off. He's got two number ones, prayed for you, and everywhere, but on. We're going to talk about that plus new music. Um, he also has been on Good Morning America, Kelly Clarkson Show, The Late Night Show, Family Feud. The list goes on, so we got to talk about that as well. I want to welcome the six foot seven beast, <laughs> Matt Stell. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like there's a few of us in country music that get the tail of the tape read before they start, you know, like, like a boxer. Right. Uh, you know, get get all the metrics out of the way. I, I woke up this morning and I was thinking about uh, I was like, well, Matt's Matt's pretty tall. Who else could like field the country music basketball team if we were to go you know, into a into a competition? I feel like Trace Atkins is probably up there. He's pretty tall. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who else? Who else have you found? Blake Shelton? Uh, Brett Young's big. 
Sne- uh, yeah, Bray Young's sneaky tall. Yeah, he's like he's almost my height. Like he's he's and he's an athlete. Uh, he would be up there. Um, man, we filled a pretty good team. I feel like you know, uh, we've we've hooped out and you know done some stuff. You know, like Kane Kane's pretty pretty good. Like and uh, you know, and so is um, Sam Hunt. He's, yeah. he's athletic, you know. He can get up and down, but there's there's a few out there. Yeah, I, I Noah we, West can ball. He's a good player. There you go. You yeah. got. We we could have a team going on. When you did play basketball, what position did you play? Um, I was a forward. Mm-hmm. So like we did sort of a, we did sort of like a. a this is like who cares? But we did like a motion offense. <laughs> but yeah, I was a forward. I yeah. wouldn't even go. Yeah, yeah. man. You know, I set some screens. I got some rebounds. I made sure. a few passes from the interior. You know, I I got a bucket every now and then. Yeah. Tried to be efficient. Hey, big board guy. You know, wins yeah. championships. Man, you got you know. It's like sometimes if you, you got to do those things that that don't show up sometimes to win. And uh, maybe I flatter myself. I don't know if my coaches would say the same thing, but I felt like I was willing to do that. But yeah, you know. Whatever. At this point now, I just I, I do talk some shit online about being like the best basketball player in all of music mm-hmm. now, and like including the rappers. Like I'm better than all of them. Yeah. And I don't know that it's true, but I you know I feel like no once you say it, though, you can't you can't go back on your word. You gotta yeah, hold, like you got to hold your ground. Master P, he got a bucket. Wayman Tidsdale, you know, he played at Kansas, and you know, won, sure. But in terms of like, you know, right now. You know, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'm you're, cold with it. You're feeling pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I get a bucket. Yeah. yeah. So, so maybe somebody'll take me up on that one day. I've talked to just a lot of shit in the comments of like, of like a- a- basketball aggregate websites and yeah. you know, like, sure. like all of those things that post stuff about like, oh, J Cole cooking. I'm like, dude, I would, I would give you every bucket. Like, I would give you like yeah. KFC buckets. Well, you just got the hype, man. Like, I just don't. I, I don't. I don't want to go up against you in the paint. You know, I'll. I'll. I'll leave it at that. Um, I, I do want to talk because um, after you played basketball at Drury, you, um, I believe, you applied to Harvard, right, for a program. Am I? Am I? Am I correct about that? Yeah, but just to like, so this was a while after. Like, I went to play ball, and after I played ball, I went to Arkansas and got my master's when I was learning how to play music, mm-hmm. and uh, I had. I had some, you know, life happened, had a band in, yeah. a, in a van and whatever. Did that all over, um, you know, the South and Midwest, a lot in the Texas music scene. Had a little success writing in that scene with some artists. And uh, th- and then I finally moved to Nashville. And I was in Nashville a couple years uh, mm-hmm. trying to get a publishing deal. You know, try- my thing was I wanted to be like, you know, I flatter myself with these comparisons. I don't – I just mean – in the mold of, but like somebody like Jaron Johnson from Cadillac three, right? Like Mm -hmm. he's written a bunch of country songs and he had his band that he did his own thing with. And I thought that's what I wanted to do. You know, at the time, Chris Stapleton was doing that too. You know, he had like steel driver, Johnson brothers, those stuff. And he was writing these country hits. And I was like, okay, I want to write for like radio hits. And then I want to have my little like project project. to this time as an artist do that was it called the matt stell band or was it something else well i mean by that point it was just me you know i just wanted to release music that was like very much not paying attention to like people liking it you know just (laughs) kind of doing what i thought was cool what you love yeah yeah so i'm telling two stories at once here but um so i moved to nashville to try to get a publishing deal and i was here a couple years nothing had materialized 
um, I had the worst deal in the world offered to me and I would have taken it, but then they rescinded the deal. They're like, Oh, well, we actually offered three guys for two spots and we're going to sign these other two dudes. I was like, all right, that's brutal. So they, they offer you a shitty deal and then they're like, Oh, and, and we're going to take back that crappy deal. So exactly. There's no deal. Exactly. Yeah. This happened. And uh, that, yeah. Damn. So then I went on like this medical, uh, missions trip with a church out of like the girl I was seeing at the time lived in Dallas. And so, Anyway, like that, I just went down there to like, and it was like a medical thing. So we worked alongside these doctors and pharmacists, mm-hmm. but mainly doctors. And I just helped out. And I was like, damn, this is incredible. These people can just show up, help these people. You get there to more than a line of people that need everything from, you know, some abscess cut off to like antibiotics to like diabetes, you know, insulin or what, you know, like right. whatever. And I was like, this is incredible. And worked my ass off there with them and slept great every night. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, it was, it was great. I mean, to help, you know what I mean? It was a great experience. Yeah. And I thought, man, you know, I've been in this town, you know, for this long and, you know, I'd already been to school and I was like, man, maybe music is just like this hobby thing. Maybe I, maybe writing songs, maybe that's not my thing. You know, I'll always do it, but maybe I'm not, I'm not one of these guys I want to be. <laughs> and uh, so I applied to Harvard's extension school, yeah. um, which is like different than like. So basically, I'd already I had a master's degree. Right. But I needed I needed like some hard sciences before I could apply to, you know, hopefully their med school. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I needed like organic chemistry wanted to and i needed genetics and i needed physics and like i needed like something like You're just stacking up on education man <laughs> yeah yeah and i was about to have to take like every class that everyone says sucks at once and um but i was gonna do it or try to do it because i and then you know three years after that and then residency blah 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 but i was like you know what whatever you know i'm i'm down and i you know i what so i got into that program that i think called a post-bac program you know mm-hmm. post-baccalaureate i got in but then like eight weeks or something like that before i was about to move up to cambridge uh you know boston area mm-hmm. uh, i got a publishing deal and that not that chain i mean i was like man i gotta stick this out so i hit the advisor up and i was like hey i need to defer this you know i right. may come but i got this out and they were like yeah cool Cause I don't think it's, you know, I don't know how hard it is to get into those programs. And, you know, they were like, yeah, okay, come next year if you want, basically. Yeah. And, um, so I stayed here, I did that and I wrote songs and one thing led to another. And, you know, I put out, uh, an EP with the publishing company at the time and it had prayed for you on it mm-hmm. among other songs. You know, I had no idea that was a hit song. I I'm not one of these people have that gift. I don't have that gift. And mm-hmm. So, yeah, we put out this EP, Pray For You is on it, and it got on a playlist on Spotify, I think, at the time, and it just blew up, man. I mean, you know, it was this quote-unquote streaming story, and it got me a record deal, and it got yeah. me all this. It, it, but it also, like, it changed my life in so many ways that I did not see happening. Like, I went from being – who I want, you know, again, one of these guys like, like, like Jaron or like Hardy or, you know, that I thought, you know, I wanted to write these songs. I thought I was writing Pray for You for Blake Shelton or whoever. Yeah. To being the person that sings Pray for You on the radio, to being a country radio like guy. Right. And, you know, changed my life in every positive way. But, but it also 
changed it in some other interesting ways. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you deferred and waited because <laughs> <laughs> moments like that, you know, they happen in this town, particularly unexpectedly. When, so when I want to talk about Prayed for You because that song, like you said, it was kind of a streaming story. And then eventually, um, you know, label gets involved and takes it to radio. Mm -hmm. Like, at what point did you know, like, all right, this song might actually have the legs? I never knew. I like I wrote it and I thought we wrote a good song because we sat down. Allison Veltz, great songwriter, came in and she was like, I got this idea. You know, I met this guy last night. I, you know, I, th I think he's the one and I feel like I prayed for him. So she had this idea. You know, I didn't know you from Adam more than I could fathom, but I prayed for you. It was mm -hmm. like, all right, let's write that. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So we wrote that kind of and, and it's really telling mainly her story, but just in a in a you know, in a way that I could tell it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, you know, I left the room thinking that we wrote a good song. I had no idea that my life was going to be different after that uh, moment. And I had no idea that song was going to be big. I had no idea because like people just start saying numbers to you, you know, it's like, I I'd been, it's like, I'd been, had these visits to these labels in town and, um, you know, I, I, you know, varied interest here and there, but like, no was the answer. Yeah. And then the song comes along and then people start talking about numbers about, oh, streaming and consumption and all this shit. And I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, you could just be saying like, that's like points at ski ball. Like, I don't know what they mean. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? It's like watching a sports, like watching cricket and trying to figure out who's winning. Like, I don't know what, yeah. you know? Sure. And so <laughs> I'm relying on, these other people, but I can tell by the smile on their face that they're really excited to tell me these numbers. So I'm like, that's got to be good, right. right? Well, and generally more is better, right? And, and more and, is better, and but it's true. You know? Yeah, but you, but it's like, how much is good? How much is great? How much is like I, you know? So um, I, I really, you know, the song. You know, after being told no, I got a call from a guy in New York that is, you know, so a Sony like label based out of new york that you know has like nelly signed and and yeah. you know noah cyrus and like 24 karat golden like no country people and they're like well you know basically if this song was on rap caviar you'd have people knocking down their door if it was performing like this relative to the other songs on the play so cool so i signed you know a record deal and they built a country staff and started it and then that became you know whatever you know that became a hit and i had just Mm -hmm. had no idea the the whole time <laughs> that yeah. you know i was just like this is crazy what one song could do it's it's an amazing story and then uh you know you come to follow it up with everywhere but on which also you know goes to radio and 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 sort of adds to your resume what's the process like after having those songs and then going out and playing shows and people are singing it back to you and you know well it's the best thing in the world literally it's the reason i wanted to do it in the first place now i never thought i would be the guy that was singing wedding songs just to be honest with you like i i didn't come like i didn't know that like when i was talking about the way that it changed my life you know people associate you know oh, the pray for you guy and you know it's great to be associated with anything but i wasn't like but people kind of think that's you you mm -hmm. know who you are or and that is part but it's like not all or whatever so it was incredible. All I wanted to do was make music that people cared about. And now 
I was a little bashful about it, you know, like, oh, I'm a, I don't want to write, you know, songs about how bad it hurts and all this stuff. And right. now it's like the biggest compliment in the world that people would include that in something that means as much to them as their wedding, you know. And uh, I really, and when people sing it back, it's the best thing. It's what I wanted to do at shows. Mm-hmm. It's what I do at shows that I go to that I, of people that I love. You know, I'm still a huge music fan. Yeah. So like that's the biggest compliment. Um, everywhere but on was one of my favorite songs that I'd written. I couldn't believe I got to release it as a single uh, because it was like, I liked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that I didn't love, I mean, pray for you. I, I liked it, but like everyone sure. but all, I was like, oh, it was a country song, man. It's about how bad it hurts. And I turn a phrase and it's what it blah, 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 blah. Right. And, but the thing about that was that song went number one during COVID. And so, the like the sing-along parts of it or the touring on my second number one parts of all that stuff kind of just didn't happen you mm-hmm. know because our our first tour like headline and tour after pray for you we had like 25 dates and we were we had like 20 of them done and we were in the northeast we played new york on a wednesday salisbury mass on a thursday and you know we noticed on the wednesday we had sold out this place but it wasn't full and then the thursday there were less people there Mm -hmm. and then friday we were going up to boston or foxborough Mm -hmm. and we got the call and i knew it was coming but we got the call and we just the bus just slowly rolled back to the the, 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 the bus just exited out in like in like a um rest area yeah and just hit that freeway back down south and we put the bus up for you know the better part of a year and so like you know part of part of everywhere but on just kind of just got skipped over because of you know because you know i'm not gonna sit here and complain about covid people died but but that was a very much a part of that happening so you know do you, do you get to reap the rewards kind of now? I mean, now the shows are back, or you know, do you still enjoy, is that still a song that is in your set list that oh, everyone's singing? You know, like yeah, I mean, a hundred percent. It's not, but there's we yes and no. Like now, when we go to play the shows, yes, people know it, but like the the wash of it being on the radio or like all of those things, you know coming to a crescendo sure didn't happen yeah there's so. an arc of a song and, you, exactly. and there's a and, part of it that that was missed. yeah I get yeah. It. um yeah man well i mean it, it's still one of my favorite songs um i, I, I know i know Kova was a tough time and um you know uh i think the the beauty of it you know was uh sort of the craziness of of it which was that everyone's on their phones right and we're mm-hmm. like you know this thing called tiktok comes along mm-hmm. and then instagram comes along we were talking about this earlier but you know nowadays like a lot of people are consuming music organically, right, on these platforms. And I think many artists are able to kind of leverage those socials. Like, how have you navigated sort of the new world of TikTok and Instagram as it comes to to marketing your music? Um, It does not come easy. And I have people around me that um, help me to deploy that stuff because, you know, I'm not unique in this at all. I would just tell you that for every douchey like cheesy corny lip syncing video that some dude is doing or girl is doing in their truck this i think i just had the song of the summer yeah uh, you know like all <laughs> of that shit is 
like I don't know very many people at all that like doing it and want to do it. But the reality is, is it's part of it. And so you just kind of have to get over it. And I, you know, I do what I don't like about it is I don't like synthetic. I don't like the doing what everybody else is doing part of it, Mm -hmm. but there's just no way around it. And so, you know, the times that, uh, that I can be creative with it is when I enjoy it, but I, I don't, but it ends up mostly being the, the cringe shit. And, right. it, and, but here, the thing is, is like, it works and it's just like, it's, it almost reminds me of, of now if you buy, if you go to buy like a vintage t-shirt from a, from Alan Jackson, from the 1992 neon rainbow chasing a neon rainbow tour. Sure. What's on that shirt? His face, right? Yeah, of course. Okay. Like those are the worst t-shirts ever to me. Like band t-shirts like now that yeah. have like just the picture of the artist and their name on it. It's the most, it's the, it's always, it always is the biggest selling shirt. Look, man, I love you. I don't know if I'm pulling up to a Matt Stell show with a massive <laughs> Matt Stell face. I'm not I either. think I might get some look from my, from my, my boys. A hundred percent. But my point is like, I love, you know, band merch is some of the best stuff, you know, the coolest shit in the world. I'm sorry, I'm swearing. But the best stuff in the world is these like bands that have cool merch, right? Mm-hmm. But if you go to, I, I would just be willing to bet that if you go to see John Mayer and he's got, you know, all this stuff up there, the best selling thing is going to be something with a picture of John, John Mayer on it. And it's, so, and to me, that's like, the least, and I have it too, but like the least creative of the merch, and it sells the best. And I was just trying to make that analogy to what lip singing in my truck mm-hmm. is to TikTok. It's like the creative stuff is super creative and fun and creative. Yeah. But what gets the job done is that stuff. So you do it. Uh, yeah. That, I think that's actually a great analogy. And I think too, you know, with the, the pressure of, um, you know, consumption online or you look online you see somebody that you know has five million views off a video because they did the cringy shit and you kind of sit back and go like well hold on i want to be in the ball game right i want to have a shot and like the only way to do that mm-hmm. is finding you know your lane in that um you know how how have you been able to have you been able to stay kind of authentic in yourself you know in in doing that <laughs> well one way is that i mean i have a team what i do is i go and film record social you know the the stuff that we need and then that gets deployed by someone you know like the the lip singing videos or stuff but Mm -hmm. what i try to do and and they encourage you to do this is to also post stuff that doesn't have anything to do with music that is like authentic to yourself you know like so stuff i think is funny or stuff i think is interesting i like doing that like to this day, like at this moment right now, mm-hmm. like my TikTok is not that big, but whatever. My biggest TikTok by like three or four X is not me doing the lip sync and not, not pray, whatever. It's like, I, I just filmed myself. Like I started taping myself drawing stuff on the on the signature line of like kiosks where they ask you to tip or whatever yeah and so i did this one where i drew the american flag and i like set it to like lee greenwood music playing and you know proud to be an american right. and it's got a million 
views on sure. it. Like, it, <laughs> like I, I enjoy like funny like that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, but. it's it's sort of the like you know the dumb like day in the life stuff or the creative yeah. stuff that just doesn't make you think too much, which is the part um, I think we can appreciate sometimes. You know, yeah, for sure. And I, I mean, I think there it's a, the people that are good at it. I mean, I think are creative i mean there there's man people are so creative they would just wow you mm-hmm. with their creativity and the and the hardest thing to do is to be creative in a simple way and so anytime that happens whether i do it or whether i see somebody else do it it's just like that's cool you know you gotta especially yeah. if you've ever tried to do it and you realize how hard it is to like <laughs> oh, do. of course yeah. you know that gives you more respect for people that are it's it, that's the same thing with music you know like i used to i used to be real bad about saying that sucks right. you know when i heard something that i didn't like and now i go man not my cup of tea but of course man you know, i get it <laughs> that's the way people people you know crap on your song you go well try writing one yourself you know so yeah i get it man uh we're, we're in the studio live here with matt still on the podcast we're going to be right back in just a sec for you guys This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., 
That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. What is up, guys? We are back. 615 House Podcast. We have Matt Stell in the studio. We have to talk about this new music, but first, I would like to move to the game portion of this podcast. This is rank these five things without knowing what comes next. Matt Stell in the hot seat. Here's how it works. I'm going to say something. You rank it one through five, but you don't know what comes next. Mm -hmm. And then we get to the last answer, and uh, either it's great or not. People can agree or disagree. Love it. All right. Rank these five things. First category is types of beers okay mm-hmm. there is the shower beer oh two i do like a shower beer what about an airport beer three saving some room for the one spot uh, a beach beer mm, four um a sports game beer dang five so, wow, you're waiting. You're waiting for the last one, see right? It is. And the last one is a concert beer, which is in the one hole. Yeah, it's got to be it's one. Be, I right? Yeah, I would say I would. That's pretty close to ranking. If I was going to switch anything, maybe maybe beach beer and plant and airport beer need to be swapped. But I don't know, man. It's kind of like shower beers, though. I'm not going to underrate a shower beer. Of course, that's just that's an elite elite. You'll, you'll you'll find me showering uh, and bearing up quite a bit. Um, I try to do it discreetly sometimes because I just don't want people to think like you know it's a regular occurrence. But well, it happens. My shower a has a cup holder. Yeah, like, <laughs> <just> <laughs> that's innovation right there. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, moving along. Rank these five things. Uh, there is no category. It is just things. Okay. Okay. Um, this is this is sort of the more advanced level, but I feel like you're kind of getting the hang of this. So here we go. Uh, first up is uh, number two pencils. Um, f- f- five. They're kind of boring. Yeah. I actually, I actually agree with that. Um, becoming an uncle. Oh dang, it's f- two. Uh, an actual fight club. <laughs> uh, oh man. Side note here. I know this is probably supposed to be rapid, but uh, no, this is good. I want the story. No, I just re- like this. Really good piece about um, misunderstood um, movies a little bit, uh, not a little bit, like like the misunderstood um, movies in general. And like Fight Club is one of is up there on on evidently people missing the point of what uh, the the writer and director meant um, in in that case. So it's somewhere on tiktok you probably get it there but yeah. so what what space do i have left five, four i'll take four slightly better than pencils okay so we got one and three left um what about darth vader lightsabers 
how is that not one? You're putting it at one. I, I mean, like that. Dang man, you just could you just imagine just having a having a lightsaber? Don't you think about the power you have? Yeah, because don't you have to? I'm not a Star Wars person. I have you know, but don't you have to like be a Jedi to have one? Yeah, you have to go through the training and, and acceptance of being a Jedi to get it. So it proves that you are a have done that, and yeah. then B, you have it, and no one else has it. It's got to be one, right? I would think so. Um, you just, you know, you never know what the last one. And the last one is uh, Drunk Sigs. Drunk Sigs, man. Of the Sigs I've smoked in my life, they've all been. <laughs> <laughs> they've all been there. <laughs> they, they've all been, except for like maybe the first couple I tried when I was a kid. Or for, uh, they've all been uh, accompanied yeah. with a cocktail of some kind. So okay. Yeah, some, some sort of beverage uh, for the adults. Well, that was rank these five things you did really well dude well th- i'd like to thank my teammates and my sponsors well i think it just comes from your basketball background a lot of people choke under the pressure but it seems like you've <laughs> uh, you've been there uh, w- you know when it gets down to the wire so that's right um well man let's uh let's talk a little bit about new music um breaking in boots is um one of my favorite songs from you um i I've listened. I, it's just I saved it to my playlist. It keeps coming up a bunch, and I'm I'm jamming to it. Um, and hopefully, that's the first of a lot of music you're putting out this year. But um, talk to me a little bit about that song and, and sort of what it means to you. Yeah, man, breaking in boots is. Um, thank you for saying that. You know, I've it's it's been a lot of fun to have to have new music out, um, and you know, new music out to radio and see kind of people responding to it in a positive way. Um, you know, that song with me it was about. It's about a like a sort of a lot of instances, but kind of one in particular where um, I basically saw a girl across a bar and she had on boots that were similar to mine, and I was gonna you know I was gonna have to say something, so I went to tab out to go to go say something, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, shoot shoot one shot as it were, sure, and uh, but she was gone and I could never find her, and so we wrote this song very soon after, like Ben Stennis, uh, I was writing with him and he had this title. He was like, I'm not sure what it means, but she'll leave, she'll leave your heart breaking in, in boots or break it in your boots or break it in boots. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, I know what that's about. And so we wrote that song, man. You know, I love, I love that kind of uptempo, uh, kind of heavy heartbreak banger. It's not really that heartbreaky, but it is, you know, yeah. Um, in that vein of country music that I love. And, uh, so yeah, man, you know, that song with this project, you know, it's, it's try to be as, as true as possible, whether that's stuff, you know, lighter subject matter like this or like, you know, some other songs or whether it's like, you know, the heaviest of heavy stuff I've ever written about. Um, you know, the whole goal was to just just be true, tell the truth. And so I was telling the truth there. I I mean, I love that song. I think what I think you kind of nailed it there, but it is a heartbreak song, but it has that groove and that up-tempo feel. So it's like, you can still crank that if you're like going out or like at the lake or whatever it might be. It's like, it's a fun song. And that's, I don't know. I love that. You know, it's not, it's not, there's a lot of great heartbreak songs, but they're like sap and you're like, damn, like, you know, I got to deal with this by myself with like a a glass of wine or something. But it's like, no, I I love the tune, man. Um, I do want to talk about, there's one song I'm actually pulling it up on, on your Instagram. Um, cause I couldn't, um, I couldn't quite remember exactly what you said before playing it, but born lonely. Um, yeah. you, you, you said, and I'm looking at it now. You said, this is like one of the truest songs you've ever written. And then you, you know, teased a, a verse and a chorus of this. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, dude, what a song, 
Like, talk to me about the process of writing this. Man, you know, there's a lot of things to say, I suppose, or about this song, you know, from the song in general is like, I knew that um, my favorite music, right, or from my favorite artists, and it's because, you know, it, it sounds good, but really my favorite stuff is I believe them. And whether or not it's like, you know, them talking about characters that aren't them, like Isbel doesn't write about himself all the time, you know, but he's telling the truth um, in a, in a in a way that you believe. Um, a lot of my favorite songwriters do that. And so, you know, with this project, I felt like, um, you know, the next step for me, for one, I got out of like a situation where I had people that didn't believe in what I wanted to do and thought they knew better. And um, I myself am, am a consensus builder. I'm a team player. I'm, you know, I'm somebody who likes doing that, stuff we talked about earlier about, you know, mm-hmm. trying to do things to to help you win. And I do like that, but it also, when everybody's not on board like that, or when everybody doesn't have incentives aren't aligned, you end up with stuff that uh, I, 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 I'm not, I'm just talking about me and myself. I ended up with stuff that I was not um, as proud of as I wanted to be because it wasn't r- real enough. And it was, Oh man, we you know we got to make sure the next thing we release we're servicing this market because you know we got to sell tickets and we got to <laughs> stream. It's really wasn't even sell tickets; is we got to stream because well, it's back to that data conversation of yeah, and that's important, man. I mean, you know, to be I'm not discounting that, but I am saying that I started making decisions based on things that were not what I thought was cool. And I started to make music feel like a job, and it started to make me be a douche like my inner dialogue was i love music and i felt myself being like jealous of other people's success and i felt myself not wanting to listen to new music friday to see what people were doing Mm -hmm. because it felt like sort of like competition in an unhealthy way and in a non-creative way, in a uh, b- maybe business-like way, but something was unconnected. Mm-hmm. And so there was a portion of my post-COVID, all that stuff we were talking about, like missing the wave to ride and trying to catch another wave, you know, of, of oh, we got to go back to the well. And I knew I didn't want to do that, but I I didn't – I had to learn that lesson Um I had to learn that lesson, I guess, the hard way instead of, you know, some people instinctively just can't do that. And I learned that I cannot bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, I can be an artist and I can step out of myself and and understand, maybe be empathetic so I can write from, you know, different perspectives. But I know that I cannot bullshit. I hate it. It makes me a worse person in general. It makes me not like the thing that I love the most. And I, I hated that. And and I knew I could feel myself changing. I finally bit, why is this? And it's because the dude that sat on his, you know, his in his dorm room or his apartment in college and learned how to play all these songs and just only wanted to do cool shit or it's stuff that I thought was cool. I mean, a lot of it sucked, but I mean, at least I was, you know, my, my heart, my head were in the right place. I got away from that. And I was like, after that experience, and that's all I'll say about it, 
uh, you know, but right now, but after that experience, I said, I will never do this again. I don't, I do not care what it costs me. I don't care if I'm no longer a country radio artist. I, I don't care. I can't do, I can't fake it. I can't bullshit and I won't. And so, you know, part of that is, you know, understanding that I'm not my heroes, even as bad as I want to be and trying to pretend like I'm Chris Knight or is it just as bad as me trying to pretend to be Justin Bieber or whoever fill in the blank, you know, right. like it's just <clears throat> as disingenuous or inauthentic. And so coming to terms with who I am as an artist, what I sound like, what I write about, and letting the chips fall where they may was the most liberating thing. And it, it totally lifted this weight. I can't wait to hear. I love music, like hearing it again. It So this is a very long answer. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, but, but I mean, I, I just mean it yeah, and yeah. a lot. And so with this record, I was like, I'm cutting a record. Even before my label said that I could, I was like, I don't care. Drop me. I don't give a shit. Like, I'm going to do what I think is cool. And luckily... After some other internal like shuffling, I found out that that was a what what I did was good. Let's just put it that way, yeah. and it set off a lot of positive dominoes. So, okay, how does that relate to the question you asked me about "Born Lonely"? "Born Lonely" <laughs> is a song that I wrote that I actually wrote it once by myself, and I knew I had this title and I had this idea, and I was thinking about. Um, my childhood and if anybody knows you know my mom and i are the closest you could be you know love her no shade at her but my childhood was tough because you know my parents were split up right and i'm not calling it trauma because i didn't starve and i wasn't beaten you know there's people that have serious but i would be lying if i said that it didn't mess me up or at least change me in some important ways and I see it most vividly in relationships on how I can't have them. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I do have them, I kind of don't like I shy away from that. And it's and it's like asking those questions of like, why is that? And it's because for a lot of my life, family was where like pain came from. Not because I have great people, great step parents too, but my parents and it met it just mm-hmm. it bothered me. And, you know, it took me till now to be able to say that. And I was embarrassed about it a little bit. But I was like, you know what? If I'm going to do all this truth telling, tell the truth. And so I wrote this song and it like I thought it was good. And then um, fast forward a little bit and I'm in the writer's room with Jake Mitchell, Benji Davis, a couple guys I really like. And Jake's got this vibe and we're talking. I was like, guys, listen, I wrote this song or this title. It means the world to me. This feels like for whatever reason, we were kind of having a conversation. I was like, whatever reason, this feels like something we may need to chase down. Now, I've already written it. So if I like that one better, I may just keep it. But if y'all want to try this title and try to make it better, you know, let's give it a shot. They said, okay. And it got way better, (laughs) like just way better. And, you know, this song is about like, meeting someone and seeing myself in someone and the problems that, you know, I have of, you know, coming like from a broken home on how that affects my relationships with people and seeing it in someone that I care about and being able to go, you know what? You're this way. Cause I'm this way. Mm-hmm. And just so, you know, and, and so that's where it came from. And it's, 
I was embarrassed to say that for a long time and talk about things that aren't like outlaw or whatever, you know. Right. Like, oh, you have child. Oh, you have a little your child. Like I've always minimized it, but it's the fact of the matter, man. It's, you know, so yeah. that's what it is. Um. Yeah. I mean, th- thank you for sharing that, dude. That so was, many words, bro. I'm sorry. Just <laughs> no, no. But. That that was that was super real. Um. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there. I mean, the first thing I'll say is, um, I love that you're writing and putting out music that means something to you and that you care about um and i do agree i think there's a lot of topics that for whatever reason certain genres you know maybe are like sheltered from and just the way that whatever the commercial music is it just doesn't talk about that right but i think there are a lot of people out there um you know that probably have had similar experiences um with their upbringings or maybe similar experience on sort of the relationship front that you mentioned um and and really can relate to this song and i think like having the courage to just kind of be like you know fuck it (laughs) i'm gonna put out this song and it means something to me um you know i think that's that's really cool and i I think it's going to connect um you know more than 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 you expect man Um, i really you know i appreciate that because it's just like thank you i I, you know i'm uh, rarely am i sort of left like speechless on a podcast here because i I said every word in the world it was great man like you know and i think a lot of people you know to your first point i think a lot of people um struggle with um jealousy and anxiety and frustrations when they see other people that are it becomes this comparison game because it's so easy to look up how many followers or how many streams you have and if Mm -hmm. you have more than me well then you're farther along or you're better Mm -hmm. and um you know that game of numbers and comparison just like only digs you farther down um i'm just like happy that you have had that realization and, and i hope you know other people are having that as well so yeah, man, and it's it's not like those things don't matter. They do matter, especially if you want to play, you know, music as like a you know a job or whatever. But like, it's also the case that t- to be an authentic, like, I don't, dude, I don't know. I mean, there's there's probably artists that that can do the thing where they can just say what they think people like and it works. And that's a, probably a superpower, you know, but sure. it's just like, you know, for me, my favorite stuff at least doesn't seem to be that. Um, and I just for me, for this to matter, you know, for this to be what I do with my life, mm-hmm. um, you know, to make a living, especially whatever it it's like it needs to matter. And with me, I just everything that goes in the funnel of creativity my only, you know, I the only thing I could control is did I meet my own standard that day, you know, and then let the chips fall with me. So anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. Well, I love it. Well, um, uh, born lonely and uh, breaking in boots. You can stream them, run it up, share, uh, <laughs> share it for this guy uh, because data still does matter. <laughs> um, oh but, yeah, for but sure. I, I do appreciate um, you sharing that. I actually did. I read a. Um, on a little bit of a lighter note, I read uh, or saw a video of you. You're saying that you claim to be the best best ex boyfriend there is. <laughs> Pretty so, elite. So what I yeah. want to know is, um, you know what what I mean, what are sort of the tips and tricks to being uh, the best ex boyfriend? <laughs> that's that's good. Uh, yeah, I mean. I just the best because you know I got a lot of reps in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like it's a lot. It's a quantity game for sure. Exactly, yeah, yeah. man. Like you know, I learn. You know, there's things that that you learn, and and like you know, all joking aside, um, once you feel like 
I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I say that half, half joking, but like the other day I had, like I ordered a book and I didn't check where I was, um, like I just ordered it, right? But the last time I ordered a book off of off of this website, because it wasn't Amazon, because it just wasn't. But so I tried to order this book, but it it sent to the last address that I sent a book to, which I guess would have been to this girl's you place. know place. And so I sent the thing, and then I got like a, a text. It was like a picture of, the, of this book that I ordered from my ex, and she was like, uh, said something like funny you know like I, why would you think i give a shit about you know yeah like information theory or whatever the hell it was i don't care what it was and i just take that as like if i have a book sent to my my ex probably my most recent ex and they text me back and we're able to figure out me getting said book there can't be too many hard feelings, right? Like, sure, sure. You know, like she could have just been like had a complete just like book burning, you know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. but she didn't, so I just chalked that up to evidence that yeah. that uh, you know, like you it's try pretty, to burn every bridge. Pretty calculated maneuver by it, you know. You you, you know, it's cost efficient. <laughs> you know, you, you buy a book, send it, and you know, test the waters there and, oh, yeah. and, and see what happens. Man, yeah. one, one time I. Uh, this is off topic, but it just reminded me of that. But this is like some some girl had in her in her profile had like a quote for a um some poem that I didn't know mm-hmm. who it was or something, and uh, it didn't have it like she didn't have it attributed to anybody. She just had it in quotations, and so I just highlighted the the quote, googled it, and found out, and I was like. Oh man, I love Billy Collins, you know, books and poetry. <laughs> and it's just, like, oh, do you do? And yeah, yeah. And we dated for five years. So it, you look know, at that. So yeah, so, it, it works. That's you gotta good. use your, you gotta use your noggin. I'm sometimes. just, I'm just waiting for the day that that goes poorly, and there's a video online of the girl burning oh, your book. Oh, going, it's gonna do. Yeah, Stell, this guy. Yeah, oh, the man. second that I say that about yeah. being a good, as it's just like famous last words. <laughs> this is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. 
with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Um, dude, it's been awesome having you in the studio. We have just a few minutes left. Um, so I do want to, uh, I do want to get to this portion of the podcast. We have a uh, good friends at area that, um, a country Western apparel, and they like to do this game with us called uh, rapid fire questions. Very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, Maddie's going to wind up 60 seconds on the clock, right, Matt? How we doing? Um, and you just got to kind of free flow this. All right. Some people have, have struggled with it, but based on your performance of the other games, I, I feel like, uh, you're in a good spot. Hell yeah. So, rapid fire questions with Ariat. Here we go. Three, two, one. What was the last thing you bought on the internet? A book. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. I'm taking up your time. Um, uh, uh, Describe yourself in three words. Uh, Tall, uh, true, and... <laughs> Funny, I hope <laughs> you are. Um, favorite dipping sauce? Oh, Dane's French onion dip. That's good. I like that. If there was a movie made after you, what actor would you want playing Matt Stell? Rick Fox. Uh, Go to McDonald's order. Uh, sausage biscuit. That's fire. Fastest speed you've ever driven in a car? A car or truck doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Any vehicle. Uh, man, a, uh, a a 2006 32 valve three quarter ton uh, Cummins uh, Dodge that's that's uh, chipped up will uh, shut off at 103 thereabouts. So yeah, and you put you pushed it all the way there. I like that. Oh yeah. Um, boots or sneakers? Um, sixty forty boots. There you go. And uh, one collaboration, your dream collaboration, Megan Estay. I did see you slid into those DMs. How's that going for you? Man, it's uh, it's lonely in there. Yeah. It's starting to echo in those DMs. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, you just got to follow it up with a book. Exactly. Oh, Meg, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I emailed you this book, like how to survive with the world's... Be- I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. 60 seconds presented by Ariad. That was uh, that was good. That was good. I liked your... I think your performance on the... Uh, uh, other The other games was, was top tier. I think your performance on this gets like a... Like an A minus. That's fair. I'll take that criticism. 
Um, I would also, uh, if we're doling out uh, opportunities for improvement. Yeah, yeah, please. You could maybe not laugh so hard at the things that I said so you could give me more questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Are you looking Are you looking to run this back at some point? We <laughs> Let's can, run it back yeah, at we some point. Run, we can run it back. Look at that. <laughs> Look, we tell it how it is. I appreciate that. A man of honesty. <laughs> Um, Let me tell you what you suck at today. <laughs> yeah, this is good. I, <laughs> I suck at short answers. <laughs> I, I had a, a buddy on the uh, Logan Crosby was on an episode a couple weeks back and um, midway through the podcast, he started asking me questions. <laughs> I looked at him and I'm like, wait, is this my podcast or yours? So <laughs> I love it. Flip the script, baby. Um, well, dude, um, thanks for, for taking the time to be in here. Um, super excited about this this new project you have. Um, are you, you're hitting the road as well um, this year. Yeah, man, we're uh, we're a lot of places all the time, mm-hmm. and uh, we keep the keep the rose hot. Yeah, I will, I can't wait to check out a show. You guys check them out, Matt Stell on on socials. Um, run up that music, and um, dude, thanks again for doing this because like this is an opportunity for me to meet a lot of people in town that um, I maybe don't get you know the the time to always hang with and hear about their stories. So I appreciate you for being um, you know so open and. Um, just a fun hang, bro. Like so. Absolutely. So thank you. Absolutely, man. Next time, let's do this in the afternoon so we can justify some cold beers. I was I was thinking about that. Um, we may have to crack a couple open. So uh, <laughs> look forward to doing that, guys. We will see you next week on the Six One Five House Podcast. Take care. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind. So you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else.